The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Tyson. This is John. This is Rebecca. This is Nick. This is still Tom. This is Lucas. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Robot Podcast. He's just a big, just a big sad boy. There's this dog that I walk, and it's just like a little extra cash on the side, but his name is Chaos, and he a pibble, and he got a big blockhead and crop deals, and he's like, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So if you see a not massive young lady walking a big blocky pitbull named Chaos, Stop, Chaos, stop. (laughs) (laughs) He's a very sweet boy. I uh, took, uh, I'm just, I call him my nephew. He's not my nephew. But this one-year-old little boy that I watch, I took him with me once, and Chaos was like, I love children! And was just like, jumping and licking him, and my quote nephew was like, ah! (laughs) Sounds wonderful. Yeah. I assume we're... Yeah. yeah. We're, we're doing the dirty. For Christmas, I'm just going to get us a light. <laughs> That's a good idea. We could also just tell people that we're making thick in the warm. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch it? I did, yeah. yeah. That show is so fucking it's great. crazy. Oh. I spent my whole last trip watching that and Daredevil because I was in airports and on planes and stuff. And so I just watched uh, Daredevil and Big Mouth. Mm. So Wonderful. Daredevil. No, you guys didn't watch it. Not yet. So, I didn't know it was out. Yeah, so this one... I also so, don't care about spoilers. Oh, that's fine. I was going to say, so he died at the end of The yeah. Defenders, right? Yeah, and of course, sure. Of course he didn't. We knew that. Yeah, there was the after credit scene where he woke up with a nun. Yeah, so he Wait, woke up with a Electra? nun. Didn't she die? Yeah, she did. But she back. She did. Oh, so no, but she went in that box. She did. I don't know. I mean, it's probably going to get canceled, but she wasn't in season three, so... Oh. Yeah. So yeah, he wakes up. He's with a nun. He wakes up. Anybody that's read the comics knows the nun's his mom. Hmm. Mama nun. What? They hold it off for a while, and the whole thing. And there's actually there's a, an FBI agent that like the show starts with, who's like his finances are fucked, mm-hmm. and the FBI really cares. Like you can't get a federal job like that if you've ever declared bankruptcy because you're not responsible with your finances. Mm-hmm. And so he can't get a promotion, but he needs money to fix his credit score, and he's the one that finally gets Fisk to turn state's evidence and be a snitch. Hell yeah. And I, uh, Fisk uses like manipulates him and basically gets himself out of prison, like under FBI watch, and then turns it into no, I'm just totally out of prison. And so Daredevil's being like a little whiny bitch and mad at life, and he's living in the church. And there's um, Karen's got like PTSD from killing a guy, and Foggy's gonna do a writing campaign to be the DA, and. Um, an FBI agent turns out he's a psychopath and he's bullseye. Oh, fuck. Colin Farrell? Yeah, Colin Farrell, but not. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so like the bad guy is him in a Daredevil suit and Daredevil's in like his black like sweatpants and he has ropes tied all over his hands. Oh. He battle it out and he beats the shit out of um kingpin after kingpin goes crazy and the like the actual like one good guy in the show gets murdered and that's the end like cool and yeah it's it's bullseye and and in six months we'll get an announcement that it's been canceled yeah 
How many? How many bullseyes out of ten? Um, I actually, I like it was a good season. It was like that's seven and a half. Okay, good seven and a half bullseyes. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. It was yeah, like I said, like I wish John was here because he would have been super into it. But I think it was a better Daredevil season than last season. Cool. Yeah, mm. as you'll notice, there's only three of us here today. Right, we're all calm, collected, not tired. <laughs> I don't have Tyson here to help me do the noises. There we go. Now I'm awake. Oh my gosh. Have you guys watched Superstore? No, people keep telling me to. So I've been catching it with Anna and there's a guy they hire who's like your stereotypical white hip hop guy. And at one point he does the mouth noises and goes. (laughs) Best part of the show. It is. is That's all. Yeah. Uh, so that reminds me, tangentially, there's this segment on Seth Meyers' show called Jokes Seth Can't Tell. And, and he talks about how, like, you know, he's got his writer's room, but there are certain jokes he can't tell. So he brings out his black writer and his lesbian writer. <laughs> and so he sets up the joke and then they tell the punchline. And uh, then at the end of it, they're always like, hey, Seth, why don't you do one? And he's like, oh, no, I couldn't. And they're like, come on, Seth, just one. And then he does it and they're like, Seth! He's like, you said I could! And they're like, how dare you? And he's like, what? He's like, lesbians and black women are liars! And that's how every segment ends. But America Ferrera was on one once and that's why... Oh my god! I really didn't ever catch that. That's who that was. America Ferrera, Ugly Betty. Yeah, I never watched that. Wait, what? In Superstore? Who Are is you she sure that's who it is? America is she, Ferrera. Is she the manager? This the assistant manager lady. Yeah, that makes sense. What's America Ferrera? Hmm. I guess it's just weird to me that she's uh, like as old as I am. She's old in the show, and I'm, I don't know. Yeah, how uh, old are you? Old enough. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Sad words. Uh, speaking. Oh, you know what? Speaking of old, scary things like you, Nick. <laughs> the haunting of Hill House. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's. This will come out the day before Halloween. Get spooky. Yeah, it's spooks. scary. This is us. <laughs> it is. I didn't watch This Is Us, but based on the descriptions of This Is Us on Twitter, I would agree with that statement. It is a hor- It is a family drama with horror elements to it, and uh, they- what kind of horror elements? Ghosts. Ghosts. And what they do is they hide a ghost in the background a lot. Hide a ghost. And. Call us now. Call us now. <laughs> Nine ninety nine installments. You'll get a hide a ghost. No, 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 no. Who are you gonna call? <laughs> uh, but they hide ghosts in the background, and when you see them, it's like, <gasps> I need to go watch it again because I to catch all the hide a ghosts. Yeah. Oh, Is it there like was the one. Mickey's? Kind of. There was one that I saw because once I learned about it, I started like really paying attention, and it kind right. of detracted from the story, but. Like you'd be watching, and then one would like show up in the background, and I'd be like, "Because huh! <laughs> like I saw some silhouettes every once in a while." Is yeah. That? Oh, okay, so that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, so I saw some, then not all. <laughs> but uh, hmm. uh, it's about these five siblings. Each represents a stage of grief, <laughs> and uh, the, how their lives have been affected after living in this house 
called Hill House that their parents bought to flip. Um, but it was hella haunted and it like <laughs> killed their mom. Yeah. And it like straight up like feeds on people's emotions and shit. I legit had like a night sweat loud, almost screaming in my sleep dream that wow. was Hill House related. And Andrew God had damn. to wake me up and be like, I, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, just this house had emotions. And I was like screaming at it to let me out. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> also, we got to pull that offer from the house. Uh, yeah. We'll find a different one. So what's interesting about that. So I, I haven't read the book, right? That's based on. Right. I haven't downloaded to listen to. I have watched the 1960s version of The Haunting. And I have watched the one with Owen Wilson. Uh, or is it Luke Wilson? Wow. Wah. It's, wow. Yeah, it's Owen Wilson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, wow, what a haunted house. Wow, this fireplace has a lion's head. Wow. Um, That's pretty cool. And it's interesting, like, they took a ton of liberties, but I thought they were good for the way this story played out, and I, mm-hmm. I'm glad they did. Um, and it also inspired me to go back and watch the 1960s one, and they use a lot of lines that are directly pulled from those, oh, which really? is a really cool nod, like... Uh, there's a line, and I can't remember who says it in this new one. In the old one, it's the nephew of the woman that owns the house. Because in the original story... Like, they're not it's related. A, it's a paranormal investigation. Yeah. yeah. And he's talking to the women, and he says, you know, it's taken 60 million years to make the carnivorous beast you see before you. Um, and I can't remember who says that in the show. I think it's Steve says it to... Mm-hmm. No, it's not Steve. It's the guy... I don't want to do spoilers, but it's the guy that... Um, the spooky ghost. The sister that owns the mortuary. Her. It's the guy she's talking to at the bar. Oh. And he says that. And oh, I was like, yeah, I've heard yeah, that yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. And so there's like a lot of little like digs they do that are really cool that throw back to the original. Bye, Penny. My dog is just making sure the ghost stay away. <laughs> the last episode in particular was had so much poetic writing in it. Like I want I want to listen to the book to see if it's pulled directly from the book or if that's just like original content because mwah, chef kiss that was like such beautiful writing are you talking about like hill house has stood for a thousand years and it'll stand for a hundred more or that whole thing because that's from the original um just the conversations between like when nell is like i loved you and you loved me and the rest is confetti and like the conversation oh, okay. the conversation yeah. between the mom and the dad just it's it was so beautifully written and it didn't seem like it fit in this time. Yeah. So I want to know where it came from. That I know it's not in the movies, so it might be books yeah. from the books. But like knowing that they're not like all related in the book, I don't know where it would come from. Yeah. But your dogs are so scary. I know they're just getting rid of the ghosts. They're also going to get put apparently, away in a room. Apparently Netflix is also coming out with like a six part dog documentary. Yeah. I saw that on Twitter oh, today. Oh man. Hope you like crying. I'm going to deal yeah, with this real quick. It's going to be real bad. Deal with that shit. Put those dogs away. Put, 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 put those dogs away. Are you caught up on Bob's Burgers? No. Oh my God. I'm like one. I think I'm one episode behind. They have the best outgoing song ever on the Halloween episode. Oh, like, so you're talking about last night's episode? No, the week before, like when they're out trick-or-treating and everything. Oh, then I'm like two episodes behind, I think. Yeah, there's one, do you see, um, I don't remember anybody's costume but Tina's because Tina goes as none of your business. <laughs> She's a nun with a briefcase. That episode was so good. So I told her the song at the end of it is the best ever. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. What is it? It's them rapping none of your business. Yeah. Oh, it's none of your business. Yeah. What about like getting candy and shit? 
That's awesome. It's fucking great. Yeah, like I've heard so many people say, like, I don't watch Bob's Burgers, but the Halloween episodes are the good ones. Well, the one two years ago where they trying to scare Louise. Oh, that one was so good. Brilliant, yeah. If someone says they don't watch Bob's Burgers, I just don't know how to talk to them anymore. Plus, I had the Boys for Now song. <laughs> when I see you, I freak out like a zombie. Yeah. Shit. Uh, speaking of zombies, I'm so bad at segues. <laughs> Castlevania. Ah, uh, it was so fucking good. Review over. I was going to actually start watching it today. It's it's so fucking good. I can't like, remember what I put on instead. It is just so solid and like so so well thought out. So this is the second season. Right, and it's a full eight episodes. What happened at the, the end of was... the first season? So the first is like setting up the backstory. So really it ends with like, so this isn't really a spoiler because it's been like two years and it's only like th- like an hour and a half of content. But basically um, the story is switched. So in the Dracula world, right, like he falls in love with a woman. She dies. He gets immortality. He can't be with her. He gets angry and that's how he becomes, like he sells himself to the devil and gets the vampire stuff. So in this... He's already a vampire. He's been turned for thousands of years. And this woman shows up at his door and is like, I know you know how to heal people. I'm a woman of science. You're going to teach me. This is season two? Season one. Season one. Okay. And so then they end up falling in love and getting married and having a kid. And she's basically- That's Castlevania. Yeah. His name is Castlevania. No, his name's Alucard. <laughs> oh. Which is Dracula backwards because he's the opposite because he's half human. Um, yeah. Um, his It's based on a fucking- 80s video game um (laughs) so but then she sends him to travel the world like you need to understand that there are actually good pieces of humanity and you need to go travel the world like a human not teleport not fly but walk the world meet everybody and realize that humans are okay uh while he's gone the church finds out that she's doing the science shows up at her house and burns her as a witch So then he comes back, right, and sees his wife burning in the center of town in front of the church. Oh, bad timing. And he's fucking hell on earth, right? He's super powerful. And he's basically like, you have one year to leave, get your shit and go. If you're still here, I will be wiping humanity off the earth. And that's pretty much the end of season one is him starting that cycle. The year ends. They're having a a festival of celebration to celebrate that Dracula hasn't come. And he rolls in with a horde of the darkness and just starts fucking shit up. Um, He blows the church up. It's wonderful. A priest gets like drained of his blood over an altar. It's really great. And the priests are like super pieces of shit. Yeah, they're, they're corrupt priests. And so he does that whole thing. So in season two is all of that going down. So also in that, Trevor Belmont, who is a descendant of Leon Belmont, who is the first Belmont, um, has been wandering because his family has been excommunicated by the church for years for taking part in black magic, which they were using to fight Dracula and his hordes years ago to protect people. So he's just like a wandering drunk, ends up meeting up with some speakers, and one of them is a magician. He accidentally brings Alucard back um, from like a chamber where he's just been kind of sleeping in. And so now the three of them are together, and Alucard's whole goal is like he knows that Dracula is going to destroy all of humanity. And so he, to honor his mother, is trying to stop his father. So you have that whole thing. So season two is basically Dracula calling together all of the vampire generals from around the world to exterminate humanity and the battle there. And it's oh, it's great. It's cool. so great. And it swears a lot and there's blood and gore. Um, oh man, there's this one part. So they have forge masters in Castlevania and basically they can forge like dead bodies and things into like demons, but they also transmute them into like monsters from humans. 
And there's this one scene that I won't spoil, but they kill like one of the head priests and then transmute him into a zombie and make him do holy rites. Oh, it's fucking great. <laughs> Sounds metal as fuck. It's super metal. I, I loved it. Um, I'm probably going to watch it again this week. It's each episode is like 25, 30 minutes. There's eight of them. So it's, you know, a couple hours so bad. and it's left open. So they could like basically with the ending, there's still more vampires. There's still tons of more shit going on. There's a whole open ended piece you can go for. So they could make more Castlevania or they could just leave it. And I'd be happy there too. Like they closed yeah. out the story in a way that made me like, Hey, that's kind of cool. It was a cool, it was a good story. That's kind of how all Castlevanias have always felt to me, mm-hmm. right? Like you play through a story you finish it, and they can always do another one in a different time. So I'm cool with whatever they do, but I would love to watch more. Nice. Cool. And also the Mondo vinyl releases came out last week. And I oh, spent yeah. A good chunk of money on that. Mondo's been releasing a bunch of like 10-year anniversary oh, they've been... Marvel posters. Did you see the one for Winter Soldier? It's oh, that's like... like this week's release, right? Yeah. I didn't see it yet. Oh, it's like unintentionally erotic because <laughs> it's the fight scene in the elevator oh. Captain America's up here and they're all like getting him <laughs> yeah and for some reason he's holding his dick it's real weird <laughs> it's real <laughs> weird, real weird. Yeah. um I don't have a segue for Sabrina for Sabrina you, it's because we went Mondo speaking of vampires and monsters and super metal Sabrina. so uh, Friday I was at work in a meeting and then I had another meeting with the same people after. And so we were just bullshitting in between them. And we talked about like sharp objects and making a murder. And I was like, oh, Sabrina comes out today. I'm so stoked. And they're like, what? Like Sabrina, the Teenage Witch was like, oh, they're doing a chilling adventure. It's so rad. And, like the comic and like the first 10 pages, they're all the witches. They're all gnarly. And it's like, hail Satan. Both the girls in that meeting just like made like the most disturbed faces. Mm-hmm. Me and the guy, he's like, "Oh my god, that sounds awesome!" I'm like, yeah, they're just like, "Hail Satan!" and it's super cool. And I told him about the story, and like the two women in the meeting were mm-hmm. just like so freaked out by my interest in it. Both extremely religious. Sure, sure. But it was uh, a good watch. It made me happy. And then I I didn't tell him about my devil pin that I bought. But uh... <laughs> I uh, I so far don't know what to think. I think I'm eight episodes in. Okay. Um, I'm only three in. Yeah, I'm. D- I, I so far don't know what to think. So one of the problems I had with it, um, and it actually became like a, as I thought about it when I finished, is I don't like Sabrina. Huh? Like she's not. I don't think she's that, not a great character. <laughs> no, like uh, she's not. She's she's a shitty spoiled teenager, who kind of is like a super extreme social justice where that just wants her fucking way. Like, and that yeah. makes me mad. And like, w- w- like watching Sabrina as a child, I'm like, yeah, obviously high school love is forever. And then now as an adult, I'm like, bitch, get rid of that boy. Right. Do magic occulty shit. Well, so that's really a bummer. Cause you read it. The comic, they kill uh-huh. Harvey immediately. Oh yeah. So why the fuck did they keep him alive? They, are do they're so they're trying to do this whole Riverdale thing like the episode I just watched was totally a bottle episode oh. like and I didn't need that why I was enjoying Sabrina past episode one two three was they were all tied together um and there was like one kind of continuous it's plot. during a season one why would you do a bottle episode but they do a bottle episode and I'm like man we could have done without that um. 
I wonder if the... Netflix is forcing everybody to do this exact same season like length, and I'm wondering if they didn't have enough story for that, and Netflix forced an episode well, on and them. Also, what I meant to say was they're also trying to do like B storylines, and so in order to do that, they have to keep Sabrina's friends around. Oh, and I don't like any of her friends. It's <gasps> so just like I'm way more interested in the head bitch witch. Oh, Prudence. Yeah. Oh, I'm more interested in what they're getting up to. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this cool shit goes down with Prudence. Yeah, I great. just like, yeah, I'm they're not fucking through, around. I'm halfway through the Prudence episode. Okay. The the last scene I watched, kind of a spoiler. She was just in the middle of having an orgy at Sabrina's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and nice. I'm like, what's happening? They are right. twelve. So, well, <laughs> right. okay, so that's Emily likes it, but she's also been like. This is a fucked up show. And oh, yeah. then she's been mm-hmm. like, I don't like seeing 16 year olds on screen getting down. Like, it makes me feel creepy and I don't mm-hmm. like it. I was at Hot Topic last week. Oh, God. Listening to a teen explain to an adult what the characters on Riverdale dress like. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. They wear like skirts and stuff. <laughs> like, oh my god, kid! <laughs> Try a little harder. Um, but yeah, they're like kids. Yeah. And so far, the thing that I am enjoying the most about Sabrina is all of the external characters. Yeah. I want a show about Ambrose. Yep. I want an Ambrose sitting at home vlogging. <laughs> I really like what they've done with Hilda and Zelda. Yeah. About how Zelda is like a crazy like conservative like yeah crazy evangelical witch and hilda's just like meh she's whatever. like you're like she is the character of like the stereotypical british like stay at home yeah like everything she's fine. like your cool aunt she was in Shaun of the dead that's yep she was I, I, yeah i like that andrew was most upset that salem doesn't talk yeah, that is yeah a bummer. he I was actually really bummed about that too. Like, I, I was, was hoping too. for something from Salem. Like, yeah. yeah, he does some stuff, but like he doesn't do. Like, I wanted even... him being snarky, and I was because I was really hoping they would do what they did in the comics, where he's an actual human person who was transfigured into a uh, cat. Yeah, or even like if he was that demon. Yeah, he. But like, make him be like sassy. Yeah, I just did... wanted them one time to go. <laughs> that was a really good Salem impression, Thank Tom. You. My oh, whole life came up good. to this moment. <laughs> I, I I do think the overall now having finished it, I really actually liked it. Um, I agree with many of the points. For me, I liked it so much more than Riverdale because I felt they didn't lean as hard on all the like weird drama y stuff that Riverdale leaned on as much. Maybe I just missed it this time because it was miss, Satan. Did you miss the jingle jangle? Oh man, jingle jangle destroying the town. Yeah, I gave up on Archie or Riverdale. Oh, I, I didn't see the jingle. This jangle. new season, fucking Archie's in prison. Hard air quotes. He's in juvie, oh. but it's like fucking prison. They have a jail yard, and then Archie's like trying to unite everybody through a game of football. And then the Riverdale Vixen cheerleader squad is like, "We're gonna come to Jailhouse Rock," and all the guys go to the fence like it's the fucking forties. Like, yeah, and they're like all humping the fence because he's girls. Christ. Oh my god, the show. I'm gonna watch every damn episode. Mm. Are you are you hate fucking Archie? Is that what's happening right now? Like, do you hate it? You're still just like what, experiencing I think that's it. What happening? You are. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's happening? So speaking of hate watching things, that's usually how I felt about American Horror Story. 
Oh man, are you caught up? I actually like this. Yeah, we watched it last night. It's just Coven. It's just a Coven it's, sequel. No, it's Coven, Coven, but hey, here's Murder House too. And those are the two seasons I like. The women are dressed so beautifully. <laughs> like every outfit. I'm like, yes, yes, give me this outfit. Yeah, this season's good. I'm just like... Cause it's because it's every other season. Well, and I'm just thinking like, does it, does Rebecca feel this way about uh, the wife from Murder House? Like she's just in like a big, long, like comfy sweater. Oh, Connie Britton? Is that well, her name? You wear what you die in. Well, I know, but you're talking about all the outfits. And I'm just like, mm, that one too? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mostly mean the witches. Because like uh, Cheyenne Jackson comes back and even he's like flawless and Kathy Bates on fire. Like, How can you tell those white guys apart? Because I cannot. I can only tell Cheyenne Jackson I, apart. They're because of- all the same. I thought Cheyenne Jackson was a woman. I am so lost. <laughs> just had a little joke just for you, Tom. Never, oh. uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Never mind. Anyway. What? I don't want to say people's names that... Ah, word. Yeah. I'm not caught up. I, I oh. watched the Coven Witches show up, and I was like, hell yeah, and then life got in the way. But yeah. You're I'm, only like two episodes behind, though. Word. Um, Speaking of your Plex is down. I, uh, my hard drive failed. Oh, Plex, so oh, I've got, and I haven't uh, had time to figure out which hard drive it is. <laughs> so the way Windows 10 works, fun fact for our listeners, is if you have all of your hard drives in your computer when you install Windows 10, it doesn't, even though you tell it, this is my main boot hard drive, this is where my shit goes, it spreads files all over the fucking place. Because Windows sucks. So I don't believe I did that, but I do know all of my hard drives in were during multiple updates and things like that. And so I have system files on multiple drives. One of the drives failed, and so now my system won't boot. So I've got to figure out which drive it is, and then I can restore everything and buy a new hard drive. That's a bummer. But it happened like right before I left for LA, and I just have not had fucking time to do it. Sure. So Tom Flix is down. Yeah. Sorry, okay, I use Chad other ways. Flix now. Fuck you, Chad. Moving in on my business. I use Dad's well, cable login. Well, he updates. The day a digital release comes out, it's up on Chad Flix. <sighs> my guy, Chad. I'm like, oh, bless you, Chad. Good job, Chad. Good job. Good job. But Chad's good Jad. white. <laughs> yeah, he works in finance. <sighs> Such a Chad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, have you seen the clip of... Uh, Law and Order SVU did an episode about incels. Oh my uh-huh. god, that clip is wonderful. Where they're talking about Chad's and Stacy's and like incel terminology. And it's all Ice T doing it, which so, makes it even better. So these incels, you he mean like these incel fucks or something like that? You mean like when you buy too many scratchy lotto tickets, <laughs> or uh. when maybe like you uh, eat a lot of cake and you shouldn't? I'm trying to remember that John Mulaney bit. Goodbye, everybody. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes.